for all things mattress. Fam.news. I can see the Kevin, Kevin, Kevin chameleon. He's on the go. He's on the go. He's, he's everywhere. Oh my God, he's everywhere. Hey, welcome to the Adventures of Matman, episode 15. Slam the caffeine chameleon like LeBron James. And now, Matman's secrets to becoming a sleep-selling superhero. Superpower Seekers, I'm just going to jump right into today because this is yet another caffeine episode and I'm ripe with controversy here. I promise I'm not going to hyper-focus on this much longer, but the thing is the topic of caffeine consumption is more polarizing than politics. One thing I want everybody to walk away from today's show is that if you are a fan of sleep maximization and you're trying to get results, this journey is for you and just you. I choose to maximize my sleep. I do not force others to do it. I give you information, but I don't make you do it. Because that's not how this works. You have to want to change your habits. Forcing habit change will push your peers away. I have seen, as a result of my previous caffeine episodes, people chastise others for a late night caffeine consumption. And hey, you might not understand that person's, uh, that person's schedule, or their metabolism, or there's a lot of factors why some people might choose to drink caffeine late at night. You know, I also made the same that same mistake early on uh, delivering this kind of information. However, I quickly realized that my wife was going to start pouring the hot coffee in my lap if I made another comment. So, beware! <laughs> That's when I came to realize that this is truly me trying to improve myself. So congratulate yourself if you see the caffeine chameleon because you're on your way to becoming a super human person. You'll, you, that's like x-ray vision. And welcome to my world because you'll see him hover around everybody all day and all night long. Or when he tries to come around to you and interrupt you again, you'll see him. So let's get down and dirty and talk about caffeine culture. We're living in it. I am totally baffled by the responses I get when I ask people if they have a caffeine curfew. I'm not walking up to random people here and drilling them about their caffeine habits. Dude, I'm wearing a mattress superhero sleep suit and a cape and pink glasses. People honestly tell me how they get awful sleep. This outfit is a level 11 icebreaker. Uh, I, I Truly, it attracts honesty of sleep habits. So people tell me they sleep terribly at night. They tell me how awful the rest is. And then when I ask them if they drink caffeine in the afternoon or evening, I get the same reply over and over again. Overwhelmingly over and over again. Caffeine has no effect on me. R really? <laughs> Before I go one step further in breaking down that mountain of pillow pupper poop statement as to why they think they can drink caffeine whenever they want to, let me show you the true power of the caffeine chameleon. I'm gonna play a small snippet of the Dos Marcos podcast from February. Mark Quinn gave a solid sleep tip about caffeine consumption, followed up by a chameleon-laced caffeine habit recommended by a genuine sleep doctor, Dr. Michael Bruce. Dr. Bruce suggests getting through your midday struggle with a nappuccino. 
Kinsley, the sleep tip for today is a big one. You know, I was listening to the earnings call for Tempur-Pedic and, you know, two or three times during that earnings call, uh, Scott Thompson kept talking about health and wellness. It's a big, you know, pillar of where TSI is going and all the stuff that they're doing. And it's what we talk about all the time. And this sleep tip is so focused on the, that being true, which is the caffeine half-life. And it's one everybody misses. And it's literally a six hour half-life. So if you stop drinking caffeine six hours before you go to bed, you need to, in order to get REM sleep that gives you that restorative. If you don't get REM sleep, then you're not getting the restorative sleep that flushes the toxins. And so get the caffeine out of your diet anytime after like say three or four o'clock at night. So I, I mean, I don't know how many times we see kids at ballparks and stuff drinking soda, like at five, six o'clock at night. So my wife even used to say I can drink coffee and then go right to sleep. The truth is you can, but you don't get the REM sleep you need. So that's a sleep tip for today. You know, Dr. Bruce, a friend of ours said during a presentation one time, take a nappuccino. I'm like, what the hell is a nappuccino? His idea is drink a cup of coffee, go take your 20, 30 minute power nap. And by the time you wake back up, the caffeine will kick in and you'll be ready to go. Yeah, so and Matt, our friend Matt Man says, give yourself a 2 p.m. caffeine curfew. That's what he goes mm -hmm. by. He's the sleep selling superhero. So I commit to that as well. I'm a, I'm a 2 p.m. caffeine curfew guy for sure. And what you said though, I mean, think about this. Even if you stop drinking it, it's the half-life. So if you stop drinking it at, let's say four o'clock and you go to bed at 10, you still have half the potency of that caffeine still in your system, still percolating in your system. So the earlier you can get rid of it, the better you're gonna be with your sleep that night. And that's a great tip you can pass along to people that come in and say, hey, you wanna start improving your sleep right away, even if you don't buy a mattress? Caffeine curfew. Great job, Dos Marcos. I really appreciate at least coming to light with the effects of caffeine and the half-life, because you guys are spot on there. And I love that TSI, which is Temper Sealy International, is putting a focus on that because even they know that their products can't solve every one of your problems. They've got to try to focus on the wellness. But look, I mean, you know, I, they're quoting Matt Man right next to Dr. Bruce. And I checked out Dr. Bruce. He's legit. He's a really good sleep source. Uh, Dr. Bruce is spelled B-R-E-U-S, and he's got some YouTube videos. I plan on actually reviewing some of his content because his information overlaps with my other sleep sources. So we're all reading the same stuff, and this is just another way in another, uh, if you're trying to maximize your sleep, dude, Dr. Bruce, he can help. Like He's got a different perspective, and that's great. Except for this one piece of advice. Because if you're taking that nap, the 2 p.m., the 3 p.m., it depends what kind of coffee you're going to drink or what kind of caffeine you're going to drink, right? So, like, I, I've looked it up. Several different, uh, several different places you might go get coffee from. Their, their large coffee may range anywhere from 100 to 400 milliliters of caffeine. So, if at 3 o'clock you drank... 400 milliliters of caffeine, 9 o'clock, you still got 200 milliliters, 11 o'clock, you still got 100 milliliters. Like, not all caffeine's created equal. You might think this Nappuccino is giving you energy. I mean, you know, you're riding the struggle bus.
Dude, avoid caffeine at all costs at that point. And it sounds awful. But if you just start planning your sleep tonight, you're going to rescue future you from that miserable ride tomorrow. And the nap isn't even a problem here. Naps are awesome. That is a tool. That is a, that is a wicked awesome tool to use in order to help you maximize your productivity and your energy. You know, okay, so the Science of Sleep, Matthew Walker's Masterclass, they talk about napping. There's a whole class on it, one of the sections. And if you do this in an afternoon, at, after you do some brainstorming using the Hatch Method, maybe you're trying to problem solve. That was Thomas Edison in his story of how he invented electricity. Or even after physical activity, uh, like LeBron James, to ingrain muscle memory into your brain. Dude, LeBron, after big practices, he says he takes a nap because he knows that it's going to help his muscle memory as well as his energy level for the rest of the day. You don't need coffee or caffeine when you're taking that nap. That nap itself will energize you. Maximize it. Make sure you're comfortable. If you're in a showroom and you're absolutely, if you're in a, if you're in a mattress showroom and you need to maximize you're the rest of your day and it's been a rough one, you're on the struggle bus, I'm so, your boss might not like me telling you to do this, but literally like fit yourself to a pillow and get on a mattress, put yourself in zero G, hit the 15 or 20 minute massage motor on that thing and just relax and take that nap. I mean, it's not like feng shui to do this while you're on the clock necessarily, but A, you'll be testing all the products that we actually carry that you would hope your customers do the same thing on if they're on the struggle bus instead of just leaning on that crutch of caffeine. But B, you're going to, you're going to get stuff done. You're going to, you're really going to get stuff done. So <laughs> look, wearing the mattress suit and trying to be funny and telling people not to drink their favorite energy drink three times a day gets real bad real fast in the customer experience world. So tread that water carefully, my friends. Look, I'm not trying to preach to people who don't have sleep issues that they don't need coffee or to set caffeine curfews because they don't have sleep issues. They're fine. Maybe they have a metabolism that processes caffeine differently. It might not be difficult for them to get good sleep like it would be for me. However, if you admit that you can't get good sleep, that you're not sleeping good, and then turn around and say coffee and caffeine doesn't affect you, and you're not even going to consider changing that habit, well, you've given up on yourself. You just just throw in the towel. It, it's akin to, I'm, I'm trying to lose weight, but I won't stop drinking three to five beers a night. Well, I mean, I've eaten three solid meals just like my nutritionist told me to, but I really like to unwind with a couple beers every night. And I'm not losing that weight. What's wrong with me? I don't get it. This working out isn't working. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Like, it's, it's, it's slapping you right in the face. So look, if you don't sleep good, but say caffeine doesn't affect you, you're just hosed by the baddest of the bad guys, caffeine chameleon. And I'm amused at how even the mere mention of this beloved crystalline compound and caffeine habits is flashed aside is not a big deal. It can be met with open hostility, like quickly. In the gaming world, we call that going from zero to Dota mad in less than a second. Uh, you'd have to play Dota to Defense of the Ancients to kind of get that one. Anywho, 
<laughs> before, okay, so oftentimes because I wear a mattress suit or I'm just around, people will tell me how awful they sleep. And before I go into let's sell a bed mode with anybody outside of my store, whether it's a friend, family member, neighbor, networking friend, I'm always asking them three questions and in this specific order. Here we go. Question number one. Well, let's talk about your sleep habits. Uh, do, you do you have a consistent bedtime and wake up time? Question number two. Do you really, uh, do you try to set your circadian rhythm and get outside to get some sunlight on your eyes for 15 minutes every morning? So those first two questions are fairly easy yes answers. Yeah, I go to bed at the same time every night. And I get in my car when I go to work in the morning. Sunlight hits my face for a few moments. So yeah, I guess so. Followed by the third and final question and the one that creates confrontation nine out of ten times. Do you drink caffeine in the afternoon or late in the evening? It, here we go. I've heard every excuse under the sun as to why and how caffeine has no effect on these people. Who just told me that they sleep like pillow pupper poop. Uh, one person even told me they try to avoid non-caffeinated. Uh, they try not to drink caffeine beverages all day long. But the last thing they do before they go to bed is to drink a caffeinated chai tea just before bed because that's their routine and that helps them fall asleep. But they sleep like crap. So look, your body might receive that caffeine beverage and now know that it's time to go to sleep. Do you see how powerful a sleep routine is? Even doing something that is stimulating actually helps you fall asleep if that's a regular routine. That actually proves a point that I'm trying to make about planning out your sleep and making a bedtime routine. But that doesn't mean you're going to get the quality of sleep you need. You see, Mark Quinn, in that, uh, that clip we just played, he expertly pointed out that while you may fall asleep just fine, you're not going to get the REM sleep that awakens your superpowers. It's not always how fast you fall asleep, but how well your body stays asleep. So the misconception, I've got no problem falling asleep, so I can drink caffeine whenever I want, doesn't necessarily mean the caffeine has no effect on you, because it's a chemical reaction, and I'm willing to bet that it does. I'm willing to make a huge bet that it does. I would make that bet in Vegas, that if, we, <laughs> if you drank coffee or caffeine, we could reasonably tell that it did have an effect on your metabolism or your body in some way, shape, or form. But like, look, if you gave up caffeine for a significant amount of time, you might actually find out how much it affects you and at the same rate, sleep better at night. I bet you'd backpedal on that claim caffeine has no effect on you. Your tolerance right now is stupid high. It's ultra high. Give it 40 days. Give it 40 days with no caffeine or your favorite sugar-laced caffeine beverage and watch, and watch what happens. And then on the 41st day, drink one. <laughs> I've been there. You, it, it's, it's gripping. Like, I've been there. So I, I love attempting to debunk many of the caffeine consumers who deny they're affected by caffeine. The comment made, caffeine has no effect on me. Oh, really? No effect? Huh. You, didn't, you don't say. Doesn't affect you at all. So why are you even drinking it then at 3 o'clock or 6 o'clock? Why do you regularly, habitually drink 
energy drinks as part of your diet. I, I, I kind of know why, and I get this. I've, I've thought about it a lot because usually, I mean, why do we start a habit? Well, I came into work, stayed up too late, and my boss, he's breathing down my neck. So I got, and I got 17 things I got to do. Great, I'm going to caffeine up. I'm going to get as much of that stuff done as possible. And then you don't sleep good that night either because you drink caffeine. And the next day you're like, oh, I got 17 more things. My boss is still breathing down my neck. Repeat this cycle for a while. And now you just kind of like the way the drink tastes. And that's what you associate with getting a lot of work done. And then it becomes a habit, a routine. And now you got to have that drink because it's delicious and it makes you feel good. Because a lot of the people who say caffeine doesn't affect them, and I ask them, well, why do you drink in the afternoon? They'll just say, well, I like the, I like the drink. I like the way it tastes. And that makes a lot of sense. But still, I'm just going to, here we go. I'm going to, I'm going to, this is the best form of debunking I have. If caffeine has no effect on you and it doesn't interrupt your sleep or make you fall asleep any slower, it literally has no effect on you. It should be really easy to walk away from, right? I mean, if something is completely ineffective, then there's not much benefit to you consuming it, right? So you should just be able to stop drinking co uh, coffee or caffeine right away and move on. Move on to something else, not caffeinated. I mean, it's not going to be as delicious, no, but... You could test it or try to see if you get more effective sleep. And for the record, pointing out this flaw in a caffeine fiend's logic has never yielded a change of mind right away. So this is, I mean, the caffeine chameleon is really good. Uh, you know, in one case, I, I've talked to a few people who uh, had conditions that interrupted their caffeine consumption for periods of time and they saw it you know for me I gave up Lent gave up coffee for Lent for uh, a really good period of time so those are windows but you can you can literally fly through that window into a big brighter new world because look a customer walking through my door is seeking to maximize their sleep that night and they might think a new mattress and pillows are going to do the trick and I'm happy to sell them those if they think that's what's best for them Superpower seekers, you know how you know how this works. And you also know the way to get these people on board. I, I know you and I can do it together because we do it ourselves. We lead. We lead our people. We have caffeine curfews. And we lead by example and set and at some point in time. You're going to have your superpowers. They're going to be turned on and at work. You're not going to need energy drinks. You're not going to need coffee to be highly productive. You'll need less to do more. And people are going to ask you, what are you doing? Like, how, what are you doing to be able to do this? And your response can say, it's not what I, it's actually what I'm not doing. I'm not drinking coffee and caffeine all day long. So originally, as you heard in that Dos Marcos clip, I suggested even a 2 p.m. caffeine curfew, but I learned my body needs way more time than that. I need to stop about 12 hours before my bedtime. Right now, my caffeine curfew is 9.30 a.m. because 9.30 p.m. is my current bedtime. 
Uh, I've been as strict as 8 a.m. when I just came off of that 40 days, but then I kind of figured it out. And this rule is for myself, not for anyone else. But I mean to set an example. I, I want to lead. I want to show how effective I can be with my energy by stopping coffee and caffeine after 9.30 a.m. And personally, after I started planning out my sleep and I started writing down even my caffeine curfew, intentionally, I mean, I knew what it was, but I just wrote it down anyways, I started planning out other things I wanted to get done every week. Things I always wanted to do that were huge tasks and they always seemed overwhelming. I call those my big rocks which is a, a, a reference to The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. And then, when, when I started planning that, that that's, that's actually something I learned from habit, that's called habit stacking. I'm planning out my, my sleep, I'm planning out my caffeine consumption, I'm planning out my, my big rocks. That's an atomic habits, you stack your habits. If you're doing one thing and you do a couple things, it's all done. Now I've planned out my sleep, I've planned out a task, and I started moving some of those big rocks around. I started spending my time doing things that are more gratifying when they're done, but it's not a lot of fun to actually do, right? But I knew I had energy. I knew I'd have the focus. I, I was turning on my superpowers, so it was easier than I expected. Looking back at those big rocks, I reflected and think, shouldn't it have been harder to move that thing? No. Dude, we got superpowers, yo. So I promise, I'm not gonna keep making caffeine episode after caffeine episode after caffeine episode. I do have one or one more to go though, because look, like I was explaining earlier, caffeine uh, drinks have significantly different amounts of caffeine in them. They're not all created equal. And you can still drink caffeine, but perhaps not as much and get effective sleep. But that takes practice and it doesn't happen quickly. There's even, and like, you know, there's even reasons why you might want to drink caffeine in the middle or late in the day. You just got to be ready with your game plan for better sleep so that you can know and do tomorrow the right thing. There, there are no overnight results here. Superpowers and super sleep habits are a process of learning and being consistent so that you can find your foundation of sleep to fight from. Well, thank you for listening to The Adventures of Matman. You can text me at 704 704- 706-2436 with any questions, feedback, or sleep resources you'd like to share. I would absolutely love to hear from you. Please feel free to text me anytime, even at night or even late at night or early in the morning. I'm not worried. My phone knows exactly what to do. <laughs>